all right hey guys it's me michelle and welcome back to mysteries with spicy show and today i'm going to cover the death of kendrick johnson now this has always rubbed me the wrong way it also kind of ties into the fact that you know the black lives matter movement was a strong thing this year it's been a strong thing for decades honestly so without further ado let's get into this case all right so let's see oh my sources um wikipedia.com walb.com all that's interesting.com and maybe a little bit from fox 5 atlanta all right let's get into it legit (laughs) all right so kendrick johnson lived with his family in valdosta georgia and attended Lowndes High School. His family and friends described him as sweet and a quiet boy. He was a three-sport athlete and dreamed of one day playing professional football. But those dreams were cut short when his body was found by students entering the gymnasium, rolled up in a standing gym mat. His sneakers were shoved behind his knees, but the investigators quickly closed their case on the theory that Johnson, Johnson had simply fallen into the mat while reaching for one of his sneakers. Now this already has sus written all over it. Let's see. Found by students rolled up in a standing gym mat. Standing gym mat. First of all, so I already read a little bit in and obviously they so they're saying like, oh, he put some other sneakers from a different sport or his normal shoes in there while he was doing something else or practicing or at a game or you know, et cetera, et cetera. He did, you know, he put his sneakers somewhere. And he went back for them. Now, my thing is, even if he went to put them in that mat, he would not put them that far up there. Point blank, period. And it's funny how, first of all, there's no camera footage released. They just took a picture of how he was rolled up. But you can't view the footage of him going to the mat because right off the bat, I'm just telling you right now, that boy was murdered. Point blank, point blank period. He was. Because even if he left his sneakers there, why in the hell would he put them that far in? You just put them at the end of the mat, in the mat, take them, put them on, go about your business, go about your life. Why would he forcibly put the sneakers so far up there for him to, like, crawl in there to get them and then he got stuck and died? And it makes absolutely no goddamn sense at all. Indeed, when the mat was first unrolled, Johnson did have one arm stretched above his head and the other around his waist as though struggling for his shoe. He was just in his socks. Students had also told police that it was common for them to leave their belongings in the mat when they didn't want to pay for a locker. The mat in which Johnson was found was around six feet tall. When rolled up, the mat left a 14-inch hole in diameter in the center. Johnson's shoulders measured 19 across and he was 5 feet 10 inches tall. Okay, okay. It seemed possible that if Kendrick was trying to squeeze into the center of the mat, he could have scrunched his shoulders together to make himself narrower, but his parents would later maintain that his size versus the size of the mat alone was enough to debunk the investigator's case. Almost a full day had passed until Johnson had been discovered. As he was upside down, blood would have rushed to Johnson's head, and he eventually would have begun to bleed from his facial orifices. But this is one of the most baffling mysteries of this case. The black and white gym shoe that lay on the ground below Kendrick Johnson, the one he was presumed to be reaching for, was lying on top of a pool of blood, but there was no blood on the shoe itself. 
wait okay rewind the black and white gym shoe that lay on the ground below Kendrick Johnson the black and white gym shoe that lay below on the ground the one he was presumed to be reaching for was lying on top of a pool of blood but there was no blood on the shoe itself hmm kind of sus because that's interesting so it was just on top of it just on top if there was some type of struggle and if this is really what happened if he really did accidentally kill himself because he genuinely got stuck in a mat there should have been more of a crime scene like more blood on something like I don't know maybe if I keep reading I'll find out if it's on his clothes but there should have been some on that god dang shoe a hoodie and a pair of orange and black gym shoes were also found lying on the floor of the gym, as well as traces of blood on the wall nearby. Investigators tested the blood, which revealed that it did not belong to Kendrick Johnson. They also reported that the blood had likely been there for a long time. Investigators did not take the hoodie and black gym shoes into evidence. Black lives matter, y'all. Because if y'all are saying that this blood is not his, this whole man supposedly died an accidental death in this map and the blood is not his they also reported that the blood had likely been there for a long time investigators did not take the hoodie and orange and black gym shoes into evidence why when someone mysteriously dies you take every little bit of shit that you can anything their clothes you take in everything that has footprints footprints on it fingerprints on it you scan it search it you know what why Oh, this blood ain't his, um, but we're not going to take in the jacket and the shoes, though. It's bullshit. Take note, this happened in um, January 2013. Okay, so let's keep reading. Nope, I'm reading all of this right now off of the allthatsinteresting.com. So let's see. Johnson's parents were suspicious of the investigation from the beginning. I am too. Sorry, guys. You stick, God. All right, let's go. They believed that the sheriff's department was too quick to rule out foul play as a cause for um, Johnson's death, considering that within 24 hours of finding Johnson's body, they concluded that it was an accident. The Johnsons were also sure that their son's body had been moved, which was corroborated by um, Lowndes County Coroner Bill Watson. Georgia state law dictates that the coroner be contacted immediately on the discovery of a body, but Watson claimed that he was not notified until 6 hours later sus as fuck um that's not good furthermore johnson's parents argued if this was an accident how could no one have heard kendrick call for help in a high school of over three thousand students huh huh yeah and that's the thing if he's in a gym mat this is a gym it's active where well one where were the mats too Someone would have had to hear someone saying, hey, I'm stuck, help, help, hey, I can't move, hey, help, help, I've been this, I've been that. He had to have said something. This boy would not just sit there in a mat and die. This is fucking murder, and they did not take this case seriously. Actually, fun fact, I'll probably end up reading into it in a little bit, but they fucking closed this case. I think it was this year, I'm not sure, but in either this year or a recent year 2019 2018 i glanced and saw that they fucking closed this case this case does not need to be you know closed you know and i feel like eventually in about you know 
five, ten more years, this case is going to be a cold case, and it does not need to be. This is fucking murder. They didn't want to view camera footage. They didn't want to um, take the jacket and the shoe. They said the blood is not his. And how do people not hear him fucking cry for help? Because obviously, if this was accidental, he would have cried for help and got help. Something is fishy. Point blank, period. This was a fucking murder. Let's see. Johnson's parents finally believed that their son's death was not being taken seriously because of his race. Amen. <laughs> Kendrick Johnson was black and the Lone Dust County Sheriff Chris, Chris Prines and his investigators were all white. Indeed, in 2013, racism in Valdosta, Georgia was still very much alive. The family's attorney, Shavik King. I'm sorry if I yawn a lot, you guys. Um... The family's attorney, Shaveen King, expressed that if Kendrick had been white, the case would have been handled differently. I agree. And whether you listen to this and you think that the Black Lives Matter movement is BS, I don't give two craps. Now, I'm looking at this photo. And this just looks like murder. He, He wouldn't do this. So it's a big white mat. Um, his shoes are behind his knees. Rolled up there. Like I said, they found blood that wasn't his. So it might have been like from a type of maybe struggle. He definitely struggled. And he was for sure, without a doubt, silenced. This was probably something that was committed by multiple people. This was not a one-person deal. This was probably a group of people who were racist or jealous or had something against him even though he was deemed a quiet kid you know three sport player wanted to go play professional football he just wanted to get through and live his life um kendrick johnson's parents released a photo to the media of their son's face as he lay in a funeral home the photo in which kendrick johnson's face is extremely swollen almost does not look human the public was horrified by the photo and began to rally around johnson's in a quest for the truth on May 8th, 2013, a judge granted Kendrick Johnson's body be exhumed. Uh, let's see. A private pathologist was hired to carry out a second autopsy. This time, the autopsy revealed that Kendrick Johnson has suffered a hemorrhaging on the right side of his neck, which meant that he likely died from blunt force trauma. The pathologist concluded his death was not an accident. So the first autopsy, so the first report said, oh yeah, he died from asphyxiation. No. The second one said, no, this is not an accident. This is fucking murder. And they still probably are not taking this shit seriously now. On top of this, the second autopsy revealed that some of Johnson's organs were missing. And in their place, his body had been stuffed with newspaper. Kendra drops his shoe laying in the pool of blood. So there's the photo of it. Wow, I didn't even know that they were allowed to show this. Interesting. And so, just to give you a heads up. So, it basically... The mat was standing up. Now it was down. His shoes he was wearing. And then he took off supposedly himself, which he obviously did not fucking do. Um, were behind his knees. And then this pair of shoes, you know, he was reaching for one. And then another one, was, I guess, was like um, in a pool of blood or, you know, something like that. And so you're telling me this is an accidental death. Blood's not his. He's rolled up in a mat. Organs were replaced with newspaper. 
and let's see organs replaced with newspaper and he died from blunt force trauma you don't do that trying to reach for your shoe inside a mat come on do better do better the Georgia Bureau of Investigations claimed that when the body was sent to the funeral home after the first autopsy, Johnson's organs had been put back inside the body. However, the coroner said these organs were not sent to the funeral home because they were too decomposed and were instead disposed of beforehand. The funeral home said that it received the body without organs, which it replaced with paper or sawdust, as is common practice while embalming. The Johnsons did try to sue the funeral home for mishandling their son's body and perhaps having done so in order to cover up his true cause of death, but this case was dropped. Fuck. Okay. Regardless, the organs were lost and could not be tested during the second autopsy, which further aroused suspicions in Johnson's spirits that this was a cover-up. As a result of this new evidence, Matthew Moore, the U.S. Attorney for the Middle District of Georgia, announced a formal review of the case. So, they had his funeral, and they were in such disbelief you know, everyone was because everyone saw how swollen his face was. It did not look normal. You don't do that from trying to reach to get your shoe out of a fucking mat. So therefore, they're freaking for this was a murder. Point blank period. I do not care. I will believe this until I'm old and wrinkly. Because, you know, cases like this and Kanika, Jen- Kanika Jenkins, which I will be doing. Stay tuned. Um, cases like this are just a little funky. So, basically, I guess they will take out your organs, you know, when you're dead because it's how they do things, you know, when they deal with bodies. Um, So, they tried to make it seem like it was a murder, but then cancel it, basically, is what I'm getting at, personally. Because they already, so they said, like, you know, oh, his organs are out, oh my god. But then they're like, oh, by the way, yeah, we actually do that, so, um... Never mind, it's not a murder. Um, we actually did that. We just forgot that we did. Oopsies. No. No. I don't get it. I don't get it at all right now. I do not. Um, let's see. Um, the Johnsons hoped for a coroner's, coroner's inquest, which would begin the process of reclassifying the cause of Johnson's death as non-accidental and reopening the investigation. The request, however, was denied. Hmm, I wonder why. Even though the coroner, Bill Watson, had originally expressed a lack of confidence in the sheriff's department handling of the case. So he's on both sides. He's over here not putting in his 100%, you know, belief in the fact that it's not accidental. But he's also over here like, I mean, it is what it is. Like, that's how he's acting, and it's honestly bullcrap. It's bullcrap. Let's see. So CNN gained access to the school security's footage on a day that Kendrick Johnson was killed. But upon viewing it, realized that it offered little insight into what happened that day. So I guess there was no proper footage to show who may have killed him if it is murder, which it is murder. I don't care if it's unsolved. I don't care if it's closed. I don't care if it's going to go cold. It is a murder. The cameras which faced the mats were unfocused and skipped around. All that could be seen from the cameras was Johnson walking towards the gym and then several seconds of footage of him jogging within the gym. He was never shown within or leaving the gym and indeed he never did show up for his following classes. Furthermore, a whole hour of footage from the gym was missing right at the time which would have shed light on what happened that day. Furthermore, a whole hour of footage from the gym was missing. Um, 
it's missing. This finding further increased the confidence of doubters that this death was in that. Too much fishy business. Missing footage, too. On top of everything else, they really know what they were doing. And I don't know what the freak they had against this innocent kid. And it don't matter if he was into something behind the scenes that parents and friends didn't know about. It's not worth taking a motherfucking life. He wanted to have a future, from what it sounds like. Furthermore, a whole hour... Oh, I already read that. In 2014, Johnson's parents filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the school's officials, alleging that Johnson had been harassed by a white student, which went neglected by the school, perhaps due to his race. Let's see. Ebony.com described the murder of Johnson to have been at the hands of two white brothers. Though they did not include the names, the description of these brothers closely resembled that of Brian and Brandon Bell, who the magazine claimed had killed Kendrick because of a fight they had over a year earlier, which had escalated. And I dang well darn diddly root and toot and believe it. <laughs> the Johnsons... I can't talk... The Johnsons also accused the brother's father, an FBI agent at the time of covering up the murder by manipulating the school and authorities involved in investigating Johnson's death. In 2015, the Johnsons filed a 100 million civil lawsuit against 38 people, including three of their son's classmates, the school, the local crime lab, um, local crime lab, state and federal officials, five agents of the GBI, an FBI agent, and more. The parents asserted that the sons of the FBI, the sons of the FBI agent, killed Johnson and used their connections to cover up the investigation. Johnson's father, however, admitted that he had no hard evidence to back any of these claims and that Johnson's had to drop the suit. They were sued for more than eight hundred fifty thousand dollars in attorney fees and more than one million in debt defamation charges. They were ultimately ordered by a judge to pay close to. $300,000 worth of lawyers' fees to those they had accused with no evidence. You know how many people accused with no evidence these days? Hmm. I thought they'd be treated differently if they were maybe white. But I'm not really sure. Anyways, let's continue. In 2016, the Department of Justice announced no charges will be filed against anyone in relation to... Kendrick Johnson's death. Considering there was insufficient evidence to support federal criminal charges, as far as defense were concerned, the case was officially and finally closed. But Johnson's parents would still not give up. And I would not be giving up either. F that. Oh, gosh. In 2018, June 2018, um, Johnson's body was exhumed for a second time, and a third autopsy was performed. The findings of the second autopsy that Johnson's death was not accidental and caused by blunt force trauma likely due to being struck in the neck with a 45-pound dumbbell were confirmed. Wait, what? Kendrick Johnson's parents hoped that with the results of the third autopsy, the surveillance footage which they convinced had been tampered with and the mishandling of ev evidence at the scene would be enough to reopen. I would, listen, if I was in, you know, like, I don't know who deals with what, but, you know, with the police or FBI or anything or government stuff, if they told me all this, I'd be like, shoot, say less. We about to find a fucking killer. Um, Johnson's parents hoped that with the results of this third autopsy, yep, yep. 
it would help reopen the case. Oh boy. It does appear, however, that the request for answers has only led to more questions. As of May 2019, the family has filed another lawsuit against the funeral home. There have been no more updates since on the case of Kendrick Johnson, but we will keep our ear to the ground. Alrighty, well, let's think about this. So, this man's... So, we go on Wikipedia here. Now, let's see. And it says cause. Let's see. So let me just read the information, just kind of give a little rundown. So the date was January 11, 2013, where he was found dead, rolled up in a mat in a gymnasium in Londis High School in Valdosta, Georgia, in the United States. Now, the cause says, in the first, first autopsy, accidental positional asphyxia. Second autopsy, blunt force trauma. Third autopsy, apparent non-accidental blunt force trauma. Apparent non-accidental blunt force trauma. So, murder. Murder, murder, murder. So, inquiries. U.S. Attorney for the Middle District of Georgia concluded uh, federal verification, litigation. Cause that's just crazy. How do you fall into a, a gosh dang mat? Cause one, the mat was already probably rolled up. Or wait, it probably wasn't rolled up. Because if it's a mat, it was probably laying out. Well, there's mats that are rolled up already and then there's mats that lay out. I feel like it was probably a mat that was flat that he got shoved onto and then stuff went down. And that's where... The, you know the blunt force trauma came from and then he was rolled up in that mat and then they did the deed messed with the camera footage and that was it that was literally freaking it and honestly i'm so not happy with this case at all and so there is footage so there's like even a photo here it says surveillance footage of johnson entering the gymnasium shortly before he died then you have the legendary photo of him rolled up in this big old mat. So it's a Johnson's body in the gym after it was moved onto its side. The gym mat was discovered standing upright. It probably wasn't really supposed to be in the first place. And they put it on the side and they were like, oh, there's a body, 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 you know? Um, all right, well, I think I've really just, that gave pretty much, you know, even Wikipedia saying the same stuff. Um, Fox News Atlanta, oh, today, well, not today, let's see, October 9th would have been his 25th birthday, oh, no, he could have been in the NFL by now, I'm so sad. Well, alright, so let's think about this. Alright, so, innocent high schooler who had dreams and aspirations, living in a very predominantly, probably white and racist town, with a, um, you know, probably um, racist cops, um, racist uh, state officials, racist FBI, etc., etc., the list goes on. This boy... So like I said, first autopsy was an accident. Accidentally, 
yes, got himself into a standing mat. It just doesn't make no fucking sense. The mat was standing upward. Somebody set it up so they wouldn't see that they killed and hit a whole ass body in there. Because if somebody would have found it quicker, they probably could have traced who actually murdered him. But, and so it's just like, okay, the mat was probably laying down. Whoever the one, two, three, four, whoever many people did it, did their thing. Blunt force trauma, bam, he's out like a light. They roll him out. They roll the mat up. He's in it. They set it upwards and they said, okay, it's upwards. You know, it's not laying down so they won't walk in and immediately see him. And they're like, hey, that mat's not supposed to be like that. Okay, I'll put it down. And they put it down and there's Kendrick Johnson dead in the mat. With blood on the bottom of the shoe, but not on the shoe. Um, you know, he has a really swollen face because there was obviously some type of blood force trauma that went on. And then, you know, second autopsy says blood force trauma. They don't really know at the time. They're like, okay, is it murder? Did he do it himself? And then the third autopsy literally says non-accidental blood force trauma. So somebody did it on purpose because it would have said accidental blunt force trauma but it said non-accidental so you're telling me somebody hit him in the face somebody hit him in the neck the face you know etc etc somebody put a beating on him whether it was a one hit deal or like a two hit deal three hit whether someone just went you know ape shit on his face with their fists or that supposed 45 pound dumbbell i don't get how they even ruled that in which makes me question they knew specifically that it was a 45 pound dumbbell so you're telling me that you have some insight as to how he even died were you in on it the people with the autopsy report the cops the fbi the state everything i feel like everybody played a part i mean they said that town was pretty dang racist and i guess Faldosta, georgia was pretty much known for being a racist town you know so Overall, this is without a doubt a murder, but unfortunately the case is closed, but Kendra Johnson's parents, you know, to this day are fighting for him until the day that they leave this earth. So, whatever you guys think, if you listen to this podcast, you want to discuss it with me, I am all ears, I am so down for discussing discussing conspiracies, mysteries, um, urban legends, um, unsolved mysteries, unsolved murders, um, paranormal activities, etc, etc. Anyways, I'm Michelle. Thank you for listening, and I will see you at the next podcast.